0: hello everyone and welcome to downtime with John and Emily the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything I'm your co-host John Downey
1: and I'm Emily Downey
0: Emily are you feeling magical
1: I feel so magical
0: there's a sparkle in the air there is it's, it's a, a sparkle of of magic and mysticism and wonder do, childlike do, wonder do, do, do. And that's all of that song that we can sing, or else we're John we're Williams get will come in.
1: We'll come through our uh, John Williams our earbuds will and smack bound us.
0: through my window <laughs> and break this laptop over his his hefty knee.
1: That was not easy to understand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought I painted a nice picture.
1: Yeah, I thought it was good. Thanks. No, I didn't think it was good. I'm lying to you.
0: Fuck. But I'm in a great mood,
1: so who cares?
0: This is an emotional roller coaster for uh, me.
1: I know. We're up. We're down. Just much like the roller coasters available at the, uh, the theme park, the Harry Potter uh, okay.
0: one. Okay. All right. Yeah.
1: yeah. We're on theme. We're on message.
0: We're talking Focus. today about Harry Potter.
1: And why I are we talking about Harry Potter? did not want to do this. You're such a, Whatever, man. I had no
0: interest in doing this topic, but this episode is being released on a special day for the for the podcast. That day it's on it's on the day, right? We're releasing yeah, on it the on the day. The day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you're hearing this episode, it will be November 5th, which is my co-host Emily's birthday. So, I have decided to swallow my pride and <laughs> Do this episode on Harry Potter in in honor and respect for her birthday. Yay! Happy, happy birthday, Emily.
1: Thank you, John. Happy birthday to me. Cause I fucking love Harry Potter. It's amazing. If you thought this was gonna be about a kid's show and a set of children's books, it wasn't gonna be saucy, you're <laughs> dead wrong.
0: I mean, Harry Potter gets pretty saucy.
1: I mean they kiss.
0: Oh, yeah. That's hey, about as...
1: Some sweet teen kissing. That's
0: about as saucy as I get.
1: It's just super saucy. I love, like, all the... <laughs> I don't know why we're going straight into it like this. All the euphemisms for erections that that happens. What? Okay, so, so let's, like, go into to our background on this topic okay John, sure how yes. many of the books have you read four which four
0: the first four
1: that's i mean that's good they're yeah. very good
0: they're good i started to read the fifth one and i this was uh i mean we had the books as kids you devoured them mm-hmm. i i think I like started to read a few of them I was never a big reader so I started to read a couple of them at different points in time and was never was never able to like sit still for long enough to read through them uh, and then in college I think somebody had just mentioned offhand like oh you should read them and I was like yeah I got nothing going on tomorrow so I like just picked up the first Harry Potter book and started reading it and mm-hmm. then I blew through All of the first four books. And then I started on the fifth. And then I think I got busy and stopped reading it.
1: Oh, man. But the fifth is really good. Like, uh, some people have very strong opinions about the fifth book. Very
0: lore-heavy, I've heard.
1: Those people are idiots. The people who don't (laughs) like the fifth book. Like, they're fucking doo-doo brains. I'm just saying. Like, everyone's like, oh, he's so whiny. I'm like, he's literally... Like traumatized.
0: He's supposed to be like sixteen, isn't he? Isn't that the perfect? Isn't that when you're. When are you your whiniest 15 years old? He's a
1: 15 year old who just witnessed a murder.
0: Right, yeah. This kid's been through some shit. That's like, what you strapped realize. He was trapped
1: to a gravestone where, like, a bunch of grown ass adults tried to murder him and took his blood. <laughs> that, like, yeah, that's that that the crazy trauma. shit.
0: That's what the end of the fourth book does to you. I don't. Th- this is like. This is one of the reasons why I felt weird about doing that. Like, everyone's read Harry Potter, but at the same time, we're going to reference things that people might not understand like the boners if you don't understand i'm sorry you sh- you should d- read the books or watch the movies i don't know anyway that's the thing that the fourth book does to you is that like the first 3 books are very happy go lucky like there's some there's some dark stuff that happens in them but it's not that it's almost like he's like
1: shielded from the reality of it all still he
0: is and and it feels it comes through i think in the voice of the of the books overall like in the narration like you feel guarded from the stuff as well yeah you don't feel like this feels very magical and mystical and feels very otherworldly Mm -hmm. and you're kind of in harry's shoes the whole time and then the fourth book is the same way throughout most of it until the end when yeah. he literally watches his classmate die like a horrible death and is strapped well, to it's a just gravestone. Well, a really quick and... death.
1: Like, there's nothing he can do about it. That's the worst right. thing. It's like, if they, these people who are evil, pure evil, encoded to be white supremacists, just so everyone is clear on that. Right. Um, <laughs> they're evil. And it's made very clear that if they decided to kill him, there would be literally nothing he would have been able to do at that point. Yeah, right. Like he would have just died.
0: It's real it takes a horribly dark turn. And then I remember thinking that be- the beginning of the fifth book was appropriately dark feeling for what had for the yeah. uh, considering the events that had just occurred. Yeah, it is.
1: It's dreary and it's gritty and he's upset and confused. And you're like, man, I'm upset and confused too. I think (laughs) that's why people get upset about it. They're like, oh, I want it to be fun. Like, no, it's not fun (laughs) anymore, guys.
0: No, this is that real shit.
1: This is that real, real shit. The other thing... I can very easily say about Harry Potter like mm-hmm. immediately is that I will never uh, stop appreciating. But something that J.K. Rowling has taken way too far is the fact that Harry is just an idiot. <laughs> 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 You're forced to go through all of these books in a pretty developed world. Yeah, kind of. I mean, there's like massive gaps or whatever, but like, you know, whatever for for a mystical fantasy world.
0: There there can be holes in a very well fleshed out universe.
1: It's pretty fleshed out. And so I do enjoy that. It's a pretty well built world. But like Harry just doesn't notice shit. (laughs) Like (laughs) You're forced to see it through his dumb teenage boy eyes. And you're like, man, he has
0: he presents questions That he is incapable of answering and thus you are incapable of learning the answers to the questions that you're left with.
1: Yeah, like you see these repeated characters throughout the books that are just random wizard people out in the world. Like you'll see like Archie Philpott, he shows up like a bunch of times and you're like, what the fuck is he on about? You know, what's his deal? I want to know more about Archie and you never will because Harry didn't care. He wasn't curious about that. Like why? Why are you not curious about this this wizard who likes to wear Muggle nightgowns? (laughs) I'm curious about him. I want to hang out with him. See what's going on. Uh, That's happening all over the place. Where you see these little these hints of things that Harry's like, yeah, I saw this one thing, and then I just kept doing, kept worrying about the Quidditch tryouts, and you're like, who cares? (laughs) Harry, Jesus.
0: He's also just a. About Archie though. I did not I've never heard that name before but I know for a fact right now that he's nasty
1: what no you, you
0: know he nasty though
1: like 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 nasty or oh like,
0: he nasty
1: he nasty yeah probably I mean they do he talk likes about trying him getting- on
0: muggle nightgowns they also That's... talk
1: about him getting a probity probe stuck up his ass, so I mean, like... I,
0: okay, wait, you sounded defensive when I first said he was nasty. Where is your, he where's was your where's your defense?
1: Like, whenever he had any dialogue, which I think was, like, in line getting water for the campfire at the Quidditch
0: world, world Cup. What a magical world we've been swept away to.
1: Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> they're underage wizards at the Quidditch World Cup, and they're not supposed to be using magic and there's like wizards patrolling that's what i wanted magic to not. read
0: these books for is to have a, scenes where there was no magic allowed to be used
1: that's like a lot of it right because they're like <laughs> they're like oh man it's summer so we can't do magic and it's like that's the only reason i'm fucking reading this
0: every year harry's like no i'm not going back to hogwarts i'm gonna stay at home Everything bad happens when I go to Hogwarts. And you're like, no, please fucking go to Hogwarts. That's the only time you're allowed to use magic. Please get out of this hellhole. That
1: is the worst read on it. Especially since every time it's like, no, I fucking hate the Dursleys. I don't want (laughs) to be here. They locked me in a cupboard for 11 years. (laughs) I mean, they let him out and stuff.
0: But. Well, there's always some obstacle. They like horribly
1: mistreat him.
0: Yeah. There's always some sort of obstacle, be it he feels bad or like there is someone trying to keep him away from Hogwarts there's always something where there's a threat that he's not going to go back
1: yeah I mean like the second book he was like desperately trying to go back and then he gets a formal reprimand for using magic even though he didn't use magic and then he wasn't right. going to get to go because the, the entryway was sealed off right and they have to go in the car mm-hmm. and then the third one is like he blows up his aunt, so he runs yep. away from home. And then the fourth one, he goes to the Quidditch World Cup. And then oh, watches yeah. some dark shit go down. <laughs> <laughs> the fifth one, he actually gets expelled.
0: The fifth one, he's, like, legit.
1: Like, yeah. the government
0: is, like, you need to come to court for real. Like- yeah.
1: Well, the fifth <laughs> one, also, people don't understand. It's, like, so good that the government is, like, is silencing him. Right. Right. Like, there's an active smear campaign against him by the government. <laughs> he's like a child who saw a murder and the whole wizarding world thinks he's a kook, <laughs> including his friends. Like, people yeah. who were his friends in school are like, uh, my mom didn't want me to come back because she thought you were going to attack me in my <laughs> sleep. Like, I don't know if you've ever been bullied before. Yeah, but like that is way beyond like your typical bullying and any amount of bullying like does make you hate your life.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: For sure. So, yeah, Harry Potter is the fucking tits. It's
0: it's very good. I'm not I I never was throwing shade at Harry Potter in general. I really enjoy it. My we can we can move on to the topic after this, but I do want to get this out because I wanna I wanna gauge interest for this because I I think it's a very good idea and I wanna know if the audience would be into it. Mm-hmm. I would like to do I had two ideas for series for a like a downtime mini series that we could do on the show. We would do um it would basically be ranking film series. So the two ideas I had would be ranking all of the harry potter films and then ran- or and or ranking all of the disney pixar films the disney pixar films one emily and i started to do significantly before we started recording this podcast yeah, it was, was like a long time two ago. years before we started recording that we had started to to do that we had like a whole grid a whole scoring oh, system fleshed out like a pretty good one i think and we would we would score all of the Disney Pixar movies and we watched them in chronological order and we only made it to Finding Nemo. But like it was pretty good. Yeah, and I, I just I miss doing that. And I think it would make a really good series. So if you're interested in listening to something like that, it would I, I don't really know the format of it entirely. I think it would be ideally like we would talk about one movie per episode the Disney Pixar one would end up being a pretty long series in that situation. But if people are, are into it, then I'm definitely down to do it. So if that, if that's something that you would be interested to either the Disney Pixar one or the Harry Potter one or something else, let us know. You can email us at downtime at gmail.com. You can DM us on Twitter or Instagram at downy siblings on both those websites.
1: Yeah. Let us know. And uh, if you have any ideas for us on that front, we're always open to suggestions. Absolutely. But back to the the, the Harry Potter. Because it's my birthday. <laughs> feels so good to say that.
0: Yeah.
1: Fucking birthday. Um, so
0: this, as you know, listener, is how to be a wizard. How to become a wizard. How to be, how a, to wizard. be a wizard. A how Harry, Harry be Potter a special. Right. So how do yeah. you do it, Emily? Teach
1: well, me. N- n- that's the difficult part. Because if we go in the uh what's the canon mm-hmm. of the Harry Potter universe
0: we cannot be wizards we can't we can't do it we're we're too old is that no. really so like no there's so we're many okay
1: we are just now born wizards
0: that seems so, so wait so okay in the series did they actually flesh that out at all yes She spends time actually, like, is there literal magic in people's bones or whatever the fuck? Like, No,
1: no. She doesn't, like, flesh it out that much. But it's essentially you're born with it or you're not. And you can be born hmm. to muggle parents. So you have no wizarding ancestry, but you're born with magical abilities. Okay. Or. Is it, like,
0: a recessive? Like, I I know. Okay, so it is.
1: So this is interesting. It's not really, but, like. This is the thing about Harry Potter is it's so immersive that people really throw themselves into it and, and right. end up thinking about these things. Like everyone knows about their Hogwarts house, like they know what their Hogwarts warts house is. You know, right? A lot of people like go into, oh, what kind of wand would I use, or who would I bring to Hogwarts with me? Like, what kind of pet would I have? Pottermore yeah. is like that too. Or your Patronus, because it's a less dickish way of saying your spirit animal. <laughs>
0: yep, yeah, it's a <laughs> All it's of these a less. Things frowned upon way of saying right so you could sort of
1: throw yourself into it and so what someone did was actually found out didn't find out but i think it was a master's thesis uh, (laughs) in genetics where the person created uh a a gene the wizarding gene based on and every instance of wizarding and non-wizarding parents and children that's mentioned in the books right yeah. And so they're like, okay, well, it makes sense, obviously, for it to be recessive. But there are some cases where wizarding parents have uh, squibs, which are non-wizard uh, children born to wizards. And of course, the right. like, they know about the magical world. So it's like, that's one thing I always felt really bad about. Like, they were so shitty to Filch. And, like, Filch is a shitty dude. But also... <laughs> Like, what he a life. He kept those kids
0: safe. Also, that school, pretty clean. Kind of.
1: I don't know. The I feel like there was pretty... still
0: cobwebs and monsters everywhere.
1: Yeah, there's cobwebs and monsters, and also it's a school. So it's going to just be
0: nasty, right? Also, it's huge, and they hired one custodian who can't do magic.
1: And they hired the one guy who can't do magic to clean the place
0: literally any one of the professors could just like conjure up a magic broom and dustpan to just clean up the entire school
1: oh my god yeah no that no well no that's not true okay so that's totally wrong actually great Filch is the <laughs> I hate how much I know about this as a seven year old woman <laughs> the house elves clean the school oh Which you don't know about.
0: Yeah, you never see that in the movie.
1: No, you don't see it in the movie. I'm pretty sure just because house elves are hard to to make.
0: Probably. It was probably a budget thing. It was just like their CGI budget wasn't that big.
1: Yeah, because in the movies they made Creature and they made Dobby. But there's like in the fourth book, you've got Winky, Mm -hmm. who's a really compelling character. And then also like really kind of makes the wheels of that book turn. You know what I mean? In terms of her significance to the plot. um, And if you've only watched the movies and haven't read the books, then you don't know that Winky is like a very important character in the books. But, you know, doesn't show up in the movies at all. And they give her job to like basically David Tennant. Just like uh, be David Tennant and croak like a frog, I guess. Party Crouch. Oh,
0: yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. And it's just like, what the hell, man? Also, it's a pretty small role for David Tennant.
0: That's true. Fun. He killed it though.
1: He he did a great job. He,
0: he did. He acted like a crazy person real good.
1: Barty Crouch Junior. I just remember that part of <laughs> the movie. Do you remember that? Yes. Like yelling. Anyways,
0: how do you be a wizard? So, if worth you you're just in innately magical. <laughs> Is
1: that what? Uh yeah.
0: But that doesn't make you a wizard.
1: Well, or a witch, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you've
0: you've had yourself into a male-only corner here with the the topic You don't want
1: to just be, like, born to magical abilities. Like, you want to go through it. You know what I mean? Like, you want to go to wizard. That's the other... Like, do they know math?
2: Like...
0: Gotta be the the most boring class at Hogwarts they're, School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. They're
1: kind of crippled. Like <laughs> magic is kind of a curse. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have cell phones. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And cell phones don't work at Hogwarts.
0: Is that true? Yeah. Do they say that?
1: Like anything that's too techy or whatever, like watches work. But that's like pretty much it as far as technology. Everything else, right. the magic interferes with it. Is what that's the Cameron fanciest
0: technology us. that the wizards ever made.
1: They they just they're like magic interferes with the the technology. And you're they like, "Okay, cars. but like
0: Oh no, they don't have cars. They
1: don't have cars.
0: That one car is in there cuz the Weasleys are into muggle shit.
1: Yeah, the flying Ford anglia right. right and then they have like the ministry of magic has some cars that they use to like
0: to blend in or something to right? blend
1: it to like limousine important people around yeah and then like hagrid has a motorbike and that's Which about is it i mean like i think it's like that's a pretty simple machine in terms of like mechanics goes
0: simpler but- than a clock for sure
1: yeah definitely simpler <laughs> than a <laughs> An alarm clock or a radio. (laughs) Well, they do have radios, too. I don't know, man. Like, (laughs) I really do. Now I'm starting to think that you don't want to be a wizard because then you've missed out on all the actual cool shit that we have.
0: Right. All the amazing advancements that we've made as a human race.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Like, it talks about, like, at the very end of the books, it talks about, uh, which is a terrible ending and something that I absolutely hate, it talks about Ron passing a driver's test. And having to confund the, the person giving him the driver's test because he can't pass one. Like, <laughs> as an adult man.
0: Can you, I'm sorry, can you guys apparate to the moon? No. No. Well, we, we went to the moon using science and technology. Thank you.
1: I mean, there is a wizard in the Harry Potter universe that Fuck. claimed to go to the moon on a broomstick and brought back a bunch of, what was it, moon frogs? Moon Jeez. frogs to prove it. <laughs> I think it was a newspaper clipping.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Just one of the other things just noticed and then forgotten (laughs) by Harry and that is stuck in my brain forever.
0: (laughs) The wizarding world is big enough. They can have tabloids. It's fine.
1: They do have tabloids. It was from a tabloid.
0: Yeah.
1: I think it was from like the Quibbler or something.
0: I'm here to interrupt this magical, mystical, and might I say hilarious conversation to talk about our lovely music guest today. We have a song called Healing and Hurt. By a Steve Hewitt. You can find more music from Steve at Facebook.com slash Steve Hewitt Music. You can find him on SoundCloud, SoundCloud.com slash S Hewitt Music. You can also find him at Steve I'm going to link Steve Hewitt in the description. Go check him out and listen to more of his music uh, and and enjoy what you hear today. Beyond that, I want to make sure that everybody knows that today, when this episode is being released, is November 5th. It is both Emily's birthday and also voting day for, at least, I know Virginia. I'm pretty sure it's for most people who have elections this year. So, I know it's not a presidential election year, but those off years are sometimes even more important, and this year is no different. Please, go out and vote it's super important to exercise that right i know you hear it from a lot of people a lot of places and you might not be convinced but i don't give a shit you should vote and if you don't feel vote if you don't feel good about voting then i don't know how to help you with that but please vote anyway here's here's the song and then after you listen to the song there's going to be more episode thank you good night <laughs>
3: stole the odds I'm running back into your arms I don't care about their views or what they think that I should do Cause I, know, yes, I know, belong I'm tired of trying to please, despite all the effort I end up on my knees, begging, life is hard, yes it's true, but I will try, cause I got you.
0: Be a wizard.
1: Chad, I'm telling you. All you right. gotta
0: go to class.
1: You gotta go to class. You gotta do your class.
0: Is there a. So, for. Uh, here's the thing. I understand there's other. Like, Hogwarts is not the only school for witches and wizards.
1: No, it's one of like four. <laughs>
0: <It turns> <laughs> <out>. <laughs> here's the thing. It ain't. not Not everybody got time for that. Some no. people got time for that. Not everybody got time for that.
1: There Apparently, you don't is have there to go. S-
0: is there some sort of GED program <laughs> that There's you can do be. on the side at, at night? Yeah, Maybe. while
1: getting your actual degree in something real? Like, <laughs> God. I mean, Hermione probably, I mean... Hermione was a big fish in a small pod, right? Like, you're, just, you're looking Definitely. at it, and the wizarding world is, like, a very small world compared to the wider Did world. Did she go to
0: regular school beforehand?
1: Yeah. She was very smart.
0: Does. Oh, really?
1: No, I guess they don't. That's the thing. It's like,
0: <laughs> our muggle at more
1: kids, like, they are <laughs> way more educated. When
0: most kids are already in fifth grade.
1: Like, they got to show up and be like, yeah, you know, history, math, science, and like the fucking wizard born kids are like, what now? <laughs> and they're like, oh my God, everyone here is fucking stupid.
0: Yeah. And right like after now- potions, I got to go to, I got to go to algebra. It's, yeah. it sucks. Right after that, I got to go to UK history. I don't. Yeah, I really not, don't give a shit about the history of the United Kingdoms.
1: Well, there's also a history of magic, which they don't give a shit about, which is just <laughs> ridiculous to me. It doesn't make any sense. Like they're learning yeah. about the troll wars.
0: Well, yeah. hang on. That sounds awesome.
1: I know. And they're like, this is so boring. And you're like, Harry, pay more attention in your classes because I want to
0: learn. <laughs> That's... That's some, like, badass Lord of the Rings shit.
1: Yeah. It's cool as fuck. Well, that's the thing. It's, it's like, a really nerd. cool thing that
0: J.K. Rowling just didn't want to have to flesh out.
1: Yeah. I mean, the nerd... <laughs> if you think of him as a character, like, the fucking balls on him, right? He's yep. like, oh, I'm nobody. I'm just Harry. I couldn't possibly be a wizard. And it's like, was this all just a cop-out because you didn't want to go to wizard school? Because... <laughs> He gets there and proceeds to be, like, a B student. Yeah. Like, he sucks at school. And you're like, dude, if I if someone plucked me out of the world and was like, you are special and we're going to put you in this special school, I'd be like, oh, shit, I'd be good at this special school now. I got to step it up. <laughs> yeah. Harry was like, I'll continue to coast. And it's like. Yeah. Where did you get this weird unearned confidence because you were living in a cupboard when they found you? Was there And a- now you're not doing your homework.
0: Like- <laughs> how fucking ungrateful. I
1: mean it's ridiculous if you think about it.
0: You were living in a in a dusty cupboard under the stairs. And we pulled you out and taught you how to do literal magic. Literal
1: fucking magic. You
0: could, you can pull a full bear out of your ass, and you. Not to mention, uh, we're pretty much telling right you, now.
1: you're the guy that's got to save us all. Like we've right. all known it. We told you that you're the, the literal chosen one. Yeah. Not
0: only have you and been given the uh, this amazing opportunity <laughs> for your life to turn around, you're also the only thing standing between death and destruction and like actual like surviving. Yeah. The, us as a as a world is it the whole thing is gonna end Unless if it's you if you don't do step homework. up your shit. <laughs> Just Just be better, please, because we're all counting on you.
1: I think it's like that is a little unfair, I guess, because
0: It doesn't matter.
1: No. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I know, because it's like if you were actually applying yourself, maybe it wouldn't be as big a fucking deal. Right. But no, I you mean don't get a that, that is sometimes the other you don't part get a choice. <laughs> the other part of it is like a very classic, you know, children's fantasy novel. Right. Thing where the adults are either incompetent, which in Harry Potter they're not.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Not all of them, uh, although they're devious, right? Like people got right. other things going on. Like Snape, we know we don't know where he stands until the very end of the series and Dumbledore has his own thing going on and you know all these adults that are supposed to be protecting him are also, you know, flawed characters. Mm-hmm. So and then, you know, the the rise of Voldemort and all that, like all of the villains in it are so crafty and so evil that they just are able to get to him anyways, right? So like you don't have this incompetent adult thing, but you do have a, a an enemy Who's so dead set on destroying the protagonist that they end up getting to what ends up being, you know, a 12 year old child. Right. And so it is interesting that it's like, no, no one wanted you to be it. You know, we're not saying like, (laughs) here you go. (laughs) like Harry, go fight this horrifying person. But he's just hell bent on getting Harry, even though, you know, he has all this security. But it's not even like.
0: It's not even him, though. It was Voldemort. it was his mom's love or whatever. The reason he was yeah. the chosen one was because he's he lived,
1: An right? Old that was magic. the only thing. Yeah,
0: and the it. only reason that happened was because his mom was there to protect him.
1: Yeah, which apparently no one else's mom did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Every other mother in the Harry Potter universe is just like, yeah, fuck it, I'm done anyway.
1: Uh... <laughs> And they just didn't go to the Weasleys' house, so. Because, <laughs> yeah. So, like,
0: but, like, what I'm getting at is, who the fuck is he? He's no one.
1: Harry? He, yeah. He
0: didn't even do, like, there was nothing that made him the chosen one.
1: Except of, for Voldemort. Of himself. So Voldemort made him the chosen one. That was, like, the whole thing. Oh, yeah. This is why you gotta read the Books. They explain it in the movies, but it goes by so quickly, you know, and it's just like, it they don't have time to explain this crap. They spent like a chapter on it. And there the is books, a good yeah. amount of
0: cool stuff in there that doesn't really get the weight that it should yeah. have.
1: So like, we know we have the prophecies in the fifth movie, but like, that's like very in depth in the fifth book where it's like, yeah, this is a fucking prophecy. That says a boy born at the end of July is going to be the one who has a power that the Dark Lord knows not. Mm -hmm. And that power is love. And it also says that the Dark Lord will mark him as his equal. And so, God, I'm such... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just (laughs) disappointed in myself. Anyways... (laughs) It says the Dark Lord will mark him as his equal, and so there's two boys, and then it also says his parents have defied him three times, or have evaded him three times, or twice. It's either two or three times, but I think it's three times. The boy's parents
0: have evaded him three times? Yeah.
1: And so there's two boys, born at the end of July, whose parents have evaded Voldemort three times. And Voldemort got to choose, essentially. Like, he heard part of this prophecy that was like, hey, uh, there's a child that's going to be born that is going to have a power to vanquish you. And he was Mm -hmm. like, oh, shit. And they're like, okay, well, it's... Let's kill that baby.
0: We got to go kill that baby.
1: According to, like, what we heard, it's Neville Longbottom or Harry Potter. And he's like, fuck Harry Potter. Let's go kill him.
0: Neville with a name like Neville Longbottom he's gonna get himself killed
1: well Neville's parents were like really crazy horrors
0: also they got fucked up right well that's they were, another like,
1: crazy thing they were yeah. like
0: tortured within an inch of their life and then like, not that what
1: happens to <laughs> Neville's parents makes Harry like glad that his parents just died right like it's so twisted oh my god yeah, he was like, "Oh, I always got a lot of sympathy for being an orphan, but like, this is worse somehow." Yeah, like,
0: like it's not it's not great to to measure these kinds of tragedies, but like, damn.
1: Yeah, he was like, "Whoa, though," like, very bad, bad stuff. Also, Neville's grandma, mm-hmm. fucking amazing MVP. Did they
0: ever even show her in the movies? um i don't remember her being present at all
1: no they don't they show snape wearing her clothes what (laughs) they do because that's like part of the remus lupin uh boggart bit
0: oh the ridiculous thing
1: yeah where that's like a real thing that happens in the books it's like i need you to picture him wearing your grandmother's clothes oh that's fun with the stuffed vulture. But I guess that's the only thing we see in the movies of it is like you live with your grandmother, correct? And he's like, yeah. And then he's like, picture him wearing your clothes and then you'll laugh and then the boggart will go away.
0: Going back to the prophecies. Yeah. Would you say that the number of prophecies they show in the movies is pretty much the like how much you assumed it would be in when you were reading the books?
1: I can't really remember in the movie. In the books, the place is gigantic.
0: That's a massive library that yeah, they show in the movie. I think
1: it, I remember being like, yeah, that is exactly how it's described because they are okay. ru- like, they have to run down, like it's in like aisle 90 something So is his prophecy.
0: Some of those have got to be like pretty low ball prophecies, right? Well,
1: that, yeah. And then, okay. So this is the one thing some about the Some of those Hall- have got to
0: be like, uh, J- Joseph Dinkowitz is going to eat a peanut butter sandwich on... <laughs> October 8th <laughs> that's like not all of those prophecies can there's no way all of them have the weight yeah. that and this the best one has
1: you have no idea because only the people who they're related to like only the people that are named in the prophecies can touch them oh my god no that's not true can take them from their shelves without then, suffering insanity Oh, so God. Okay, know. I was going to say, because there's a whole scene a in there where they're like running sandwich.
0: and there's shit going and they're all falling off the shelf. Yeah, and yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, the yeah. Ground. They can touch them, but like once they're off the shelf. but Because apparently,
0: like I know what I just said, which is that most of these prophecies are probably bullshit, but apparently the only one worth anything is the one about <laughs> Harry. <laughs> because the rest of them aren't just completely destroyed and no one can ever hear them ever again, and that nope. just is fine.
1: Yep. They don't, <laughs> like, also. Record keeping, guys. Glass, <laughs> glass balls. Really?
0: <laughs> really, gotta find a way to upload and back that shit up. It's like, really
1: honestly. This even is just a very inefficient way down, of doing this. Glass balls full of mist that <laughs> dissipate.
0: They're all in there and organized on shelves and shit. You could have, like, put a little effort into the finding the people is, who can read them and having the them balls, transcribe them. The
1: balls have little slips of paper in them. Or underneath them. Like, it's written on uh, on the shelf who it was, who was making it, who it was made to, and who it's about. Oh my God. And it's like, you had time to write all that shit down. <laughs> you couldn't just transcribe the prophecy.
0: Wait, were there some, like, magical librarians that gained the ability to, like, figure out some information about these things?
1: Uh, yeah. So it's under the, the Department of Mysteries. And, oh, God, what what's the name of the people who work at the Department of Mysteries? Unspeakables.
0: Librarians.
1: They're Unspeakables. I think, I'm pretty sure they're called unspeakables. Yeah, the people who work at the Department of Mysteries, and they're like responsible. I think they've got to be the ones, or they have like one super seer that's just also like a television aerial for all of these prophecies. And they're like, oh my god, holy shit, Dinklewitz. <laughs> he's kind of like this other seer is radioing in. <laughs> and saying that Dinkowitz is gonna eat a sandwich. Write it down. <laughs> <laughs> Their eyes are just mistied over and glowing white all the time, and they're just a slave to these prophecies being told at all times. <laughs> no, there's
0: a kid born on Christmas who's just going to have the world's worst day. Yeah. Sometime in November, we gotta tell him. We gotta. We gotta tell him. F- <laughs> We got to figure out what happens.
1: It. No one tells anyone anything either. The he goes to the grocery store. You for, know why?
0: for one avocado, and they don't have any avocados. And then, as he's leaving the grocery store, he slips in the rain and falls on his face and breaks his glasses.
1: Sad. It's
0: a rough day. No, it
1: does say. It does say that. Um, that's the one thing about the Hall prophecies—they're all glowing, I think. In the movie.
0: Okay. In I don't I don't know. In the hall of prophecy
1: in um, like in the books, not all of them come true. and so when it passes oh. and they, it doesn't come true, then it stops glowing.
0: So so toss them why do we have so, them?
1: Yeah, right And a lot of them were like dusty and not not glowing. so yeah. it meant that they and Dumbledore says something like not every prophecy comes true. Like, it's, it, it's like the Oedipus prophecy, you know, like trying to avoid it or trying to stop it just makes it come true. Yeah. Yeah, so that's literally what happened with Voldemort and Harry As Voldemort heard it and was like, oh shit, I gotta stop this. And then in doing so, in trying to kill Harry, he literally marked him mm-hmm. to be the one that would defeat him. But if he had just been like, wow, well sucks to be me I guess later better do all the better do all the killing I can in the meantime you know
0: then it wouldn't have been yeah
1: probably wouldn't have happened. although everyone probably would have died anyways I guess because Voldemort wasn't just going around just killing random babies you know what I mean like right. he was trying to kill adults yeah because he wanted to like he loved Hogwarts like he wanted to like raise a bunch of racist r-
0: wizards Pure bloods.
1: Pure blood. So he was like, "Yeah,
0: that's a pretty direct, like, yeah, Nazi neo-Nazi thing."
1: Yeah, exactly. So he was like, "No, I want there to be many magical children, but they need to venerate my uh my ancestor Slytherin and also destroy all Muggles. It's time for us to rise up." Sick. <laughs> I was like, "Damn." yeah fuck muggles me reading as a muggle like fuck those (laughs) non-magical people though i love how they're like no we have to be nice to the muggles you know like we don't want to exterminate them all but then they're also like those stupid muggles with their cars and like there's a lot of (laughs) muggle hate even though they're like you know that hate that uh maybe that flippant attitude is where this uh this super super uh aggressive Movement is coming from, guys.
0: If you woke up yeah. tomorrow
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you had, and you were basically a, a Harry Potter-esque witch with the, with the powers there there for, what would you do?
1: Well, first of all, I'd go shopping and get that cool-ass okay. wardrobe.
0: Yeah. I want to
1: wear capes and shit all the time.
0: Which Give those kids never did. They never wanted them.
1: Yeah, I know. And also, it's like, do you just get older and then wear wizard robes all the time, even though you wear muggle clothes all the time now?
0: It's exactly what I would do.
1: Yeah, like I would just go straight for the robes, man. Give me the robes. I,
0: I'm with you on the immediately going to, like Diagon Alley to go shopping. Yeah. But I'm I'm going straight for that Nimbus two thousand.
1: You want to ride a broomstick?
0: Hell yeah, absolutely. It's
1: uncomfortable.
0: I wouldn't. Here's the thing: wouldn't get too far off the ground. I think. (laughs) I think I would. I would hover pretty well. I don't. Mm. I don't. I really want to be unprotected that high up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's actually terrifying. Like she does explain that it's like a a terribly dangerous sport. Yeah. And they talk about all the injuries that are in it all the time. But honestly, don't for as dangerous as this sport seems, it doesn't seem. Like, they're getting injured enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hurt these kids more, JK.
1: Oh, my God.
0: These kids aren't getting hurt bad enough.
1: Yeah, man. Someone breaks an arm every now and then. I'd also want to take Oscar to Hogwarts.
0: I mean, uh, you'd have to. I don't I think you have a choice. He would be very upset with you.
1: But can you imagine? like, If you got your kind of bring admission a to
0: Hogwarts and you had the opportunity to take Literally a cat with you. Like, there's not many options for pets you can bring to Hogwarts, and a cat Mm -hmm. is one of them. If you decided not to bring him, that'd be fucked up.
1: Yeah. I did Pottermore, and Tuxedo Cat is not an option. Really? I don't think so.
0: (laughs) sucks, Oscar. I'm sorry.
1: I know. I think they have, like, ginger cats and black cats and tabby cats, and I'm like, where are the tuxedos?
0: Pure colored cats only. No. No calicos. (laughs)
1: Did you see what I-, <laughs> 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 I... covered his tiny ears so he wouldn't have to hear that Little slam. Little
0: kitty ear muffs.
1: He doesn't care. He's seconds away from biting me right now. Also, I don't understand how there's, like, not that many cats at Hogwarts, right? There's, like...
0: Yeah, you don't see very many. You see a fuck like- ton of owls. There's owls like all, all over the goddamn them, but- place.
1: I mean, cats aren't... Very social creatures. Like, what if there's like eight cats in my dormitory? <laughs> <laughs> Are cat allergies just part of? The, maybe they're wrapped in with the wizard d- gene, Mm-hmm. so that if you're a wizard, you're just not allergic to cats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I would definitely uh, uh do some fucking spells, man. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, that's the other Good thing. Answer. Is like it talks about in the wizarding war. Like, yeah, I mean, since they have a you die now spell, like, there's no real right. reason for any of the other ones,
0: right? Like, that's, why that's pretty am I... much them. well, it's unforgivable, Emily. Yeah,
1: but like, why am I wasting my time with even the other unforgivable forgivable curses if I can just kill you?
0: Yeah, when you think about it, that's just gun. That's the yeah. gun spell.
1: Well that's the thing. It's like that's what people say. They're like, oh yeah, I know how I'd kill Voldemort. A gun. A gun. I would fucking shoot him. <laughs> like
0: This this has been our episode it's that's been all about talking about Harry Potter and how dumb it is.
1: I love Harry Potter.
0: Why would you do anything any of this shit? It's just get a car, fly in a plane, just use a gun to kill him. There's no there's I mean it's unforgivable like in a very
1: yeah but in the like, moral world.
0: sense there's but like, it a seems whole like other there's a more concrete government that you think to the unforgivable curses I guess that's just laws we have those you yeah, shouldn't yeah. murder people with guns
1: Don't, or or wands
0: right really this is important to clarify
1: yeah I mean they do all sorts of cool stuff with magic but I feel like I would just be like a magic casual.
0: You know, like. I just, I just need Lumos and like Accio and then I'm good. Yeah,
1: man. Oh, <laughs> I have thought about that so much. Like how much would I love Accio?
0: Accio would, I would, use would it definitely all the time. be the most used for sure. Yeah. You'd never have to get up.
1: you never have to lose anything again. I lose things all the time. I thought about it a lot with a uh, monkey poop. Like, I'd be following a (laughs) tiny baby monkey for poop, and then they'd poop, and I couldn't find it. And I'd been following them for, like, three hours waiting for them to poop. And you're like, oh, my God. I'm going to shoot someone. (laughs) But if I had Accio, man, I would never have to feel those feelings. I would just know where my thing is.
0: Half the time I would use that spell. I would just be like Accio wallet. And then my wallet would fly out of my back pocket and into my hand. And I'd be like, okay, just checking. Just want to make sure. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. I just thought I lost it. Just wanted to really just needed to check.
1: Yeah. I would use the, uh, the locomotor spell a lot. Now the what is spell? That? The one that makes things fly around.
0: Whoa. Like you sick. can say
1: like, locomotor groceries. And then you just, like, instead of carrying them, like, because I do that thing where you try to carry all the bags in one go, you just wave your wand and all the groceries zip up into your house. And then you could use magic to magically Wait. put the groceries away.
0: Isn't that just Wingardium Leviosa?
1: No, it's different. It's, like, locomotor. locomotor. Okay, but, like,
0: how is it different?
1: <laughs> it's, like, it's got a direction, a directionality to it. And, like, Wingardium Lev- Leviosa just kind of makes things... Float.
0: also would be very useful for moving also, oh my god
1: oh my god moving would moving is so terrible <laughs> like i know i don't want to live in my apartment forever but god i don't want to move <laughs> i hate
0: it all right we gotta we definitely have to wrap this episode up yeah, um, i could just, obviously
1: talk about this for the rest of my life
0: yeah we could go on for a while for I
1: 27 think. more years <laughs>
0: Um, real quick, just f- so the people know, I'm sure that they could probably figure it out if they put some time and effort into it. But Hogwarts House, yeah.
1: Oh, um, oh, figure it out like through through our episodes.
0: Yeah, I think they could, but like, I I feel I feel like we could throw them a bone and just tell them what what we uh, think yeah, we are. No,
1: Slytherin, 100 Slytherin. Really? I
0: yeah. I, okay. That's different than when we had previously had this conversation. Is it? Yeah.
1: I get Slytherin every time I take the Pottermore quiz. Do you? That's yeah. very
0: interesting.
1: Yeah, I do. I get hardcore Slytherin. I get it. I'm ambitious and like pretty much one of my, my big uh, sayings is work smart, not hard.
0: <laughs>
1: you know? But We
0: might be a Slytherin family then.
1: I know mom
0: is mom's definitely a Slytherin dad's definitely a Hufflepuff which 100% makes total sense as to why my I'm like this is basically like horoscopes now the the amount of weight I'm giving this but (laughs) I both times I've taken the Pottermore quiz it's had me choose like it's gotten to the end of the quiz and it's been like we don't know you get to pick Slytherin or Hufflepuff
1: hmm interesting well i love it and like also i'm like such a water kid like i love all things water and swimming and water activities and the slytherin common room is literally under the lake yeah like it's pretty neat
0: that's cool as hell why did we never get to see that
1: because why did we do john's second book
0: no in the movies <laughs>
1: oh nah, i don't know
0: was there just no budget for these films
1: uh there was a gigantic budget They used it to stack them with every English celebrity that ever lived. That's
0: true. If you've ever seen a a British celebrity, they were in the Harry Potter movies. Well, they're also
1: in, uh, what's it called? Uh, Game of Thrones. Yes. I think there's only 12 British celebrities, so. (laughs) British actors. God, Maggie Smith and fucking.
0: The guy who played Filch is in both.
1: Oh my God, yeah. He's, yeah.
0: Um, do you think we've done it?
1: No, but I had no, a great time talking about this.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm glad. I, that that's okay. I don't think the people need to know how to be a wizard. You probably know how to be a wizard and I support you in that. Yeah. I support be you a in wizard. your, in your LARPing. Go larp yeah, with people. Play D&D. Honestly, that's, that's how you do yeah. it. But that's being how you a, wizard be a wizard in d and
1: D. <laughs> like
0: that's true
1: being a magic user is terrible indeed. magic
0: users have a uh, more work to do like outside of a game than would yeah, be so if you want to be preferable. a fucking nerd but still fun like they can fuck some shit up in that game
1: mm-hmm. all right we gotta go
0: we do we have to leave
1: <laughs> i enjoyed this though this was fun
0: this was good happy birthday emily i'm Thank glad you i'm glad you enjoyed your your topic
1: yeah, I did. I had a great I'm gonna time. I'm going to have
0: a lot of trouble thinking of a topic for the episode that falls near my birthday.
1: Yep. Oh, my gosh. And Oscar's been here the whole time.
0: Being a nice, magical, kitty companion.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I would like to thank Ethan Gustafson for the use of his music as our intro and outro theme. You can find more work from Ethan at EthanGustafson.com or SomePointSound.com. You can... uh, Thank you. Thanks, Ethan. <laughs> Thanks, we would also like to thank Natalie Spitzel For the use of her co- her artwork As our cover art You can find more work from Natalie At nataliespitzel.com Thank you yeah. Natalie
1: Downtime with John and Emily is sponsored by audible.com If you'd like a free 30 day Trial to audible and listen to All of its books on offer Bet you could get Harry Potter on there Probably um, Yeah, yeah do it audible before trial. JK Rowling t- Starts downtime. her
0: own Like audiobook service.
1: Do you think she's doing that? I don't
0: know. That just that's the way the world's going. I don't know. Uh yeah, Audible slash downtime. That's that's the important part that I talked over. Sorry about that. It's
1: okay. Alright. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Emily Downey.
0: I'm John Downey.
1: Uh Al Roker. I will fight you with magic.